0: I just watched Star Trek, Picard, Episode 2, Maps and Legends, and ugh, what are we gonna do, little cutest? To the Ecomobile! Come on, gotta go, should I get a jacket? No, I'm good. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, look at you greed, BS. (laughs) Long road getting from there. Hey gang, I'm JP and welcome back to Egotastic Fun Time. I just watched uh, episode two of Star Trek Picard and uh, CBS's special brand of Star Trek that brings back not only a beloved captain, but my absolute favorite Captain from my absolute favorite Star Trek series TNG, The Next Generation. Dosh ended up getting exploded because of these damn tall Shiar Romulan idiots that beamed in and and and, and spit acid in her face and and blew her up right in front of Jean-Luc Picard. That's gonna cause some bad dreams. Most of the Romulans look like Romulans. They got that protruding forehead thing that Romulans have. Some of them have regular Romulan hair. Some of them just have different haircuts. Uh, But there's a handful of Romulans that just have regular foreheads. I don't like that part. I wish it was a little bit easier to tell, but with most Romulans. It is very easy to tell. They look like Romulans. But when that jerk Starfleet lady that was uh, telling Picard off and being quite rude, she was tattle-telling on him. Starfleet doesn't know about this conspiracy from what I can tell. Starfleet is still good, guys, uh, but we're gonna get into that in just a moment. It's the Tal Shiar is, is, is who's after uh, the girls, after this uh, organic synths, right? But really, the Tal Shiar, it's uh, a mask for this much older, ancient Romulan, secret bad guy group. Uh, called the Jean Vache I can't remember what they're called. It's a word. You can watch the episode. You probably have watched the episode if you're watching this review. They're the big, big bad. That's the real big bad behind the big bad. Yes, this episode alludes to the fact that Dodge and Soji are not the only organic sense with emotions that think that they're human or whatever race Bruce Maddox decided to turn them into. Uh, there are more out there. And the main goal, it turns out, with this secret Roger. Romulan group is to just destroy all synths. They hate synths. But that Romulan Commodore, uh, who I would think is pretending to be Vulcan, because why would they have a Romulan that high up in Starfleet? Uh, especially after abandoning the Romulans 14 years ago. When the other Starfleet, the mean lady, is talking to her, Uh, the Romulan says, oh, uh, Picard's looking for Bruce Maddox. Hmm, uh, is Bruce Maddox still alive? She was definitely asking if Bruce Maddox is still alive because she probably knows Bruce Maddox is still alive. She might have Bruce Maddox in her custody to stop him from making any more sense. And she just was digging to see if if the Starfleet lady knew uh, if he was alive or not. So she, she's just digging for information. Her secret evil organization uh, either needs to get their hands on Bruce Maddox or keep Bruce Maddox hidden. I was right about so many things uh, with this series so far. Uh, Mars... Of course, we know, we learned last week that it was attacked by synths. This episode opens with the attack on Mars, and we actually get to see what happens. We get to actually get a feel for these synths. These synths are not data. They're modeled after data, but they're not data. They're not sentient. A lot of Romulans did not want help from the Federation. They just considered it another way for the Federation to get in there and chip away at their empire, that's what I predicted last week, that turns out to be exactly what happened, so uh, the Tal Shiar slash Jean Vosh, whatever they are, they reprogrammed those synths, it's pretty apparent, uh, to attack and then destroy themselves. So they attacked Mars, Utopia, Polynesia, the entire planet, once they were done, they all killed themselves, so nobody knows why the sense attacked, but now we know. We also learned that Geordi is alive, but Picard says he needs to put a team together, and uh, Jabon says, well, what about LaForge? What about Riker? What about Worf? Uh, which answers our question right there that LaForge is still alive, but Picard doesn't wanna bring them in on it because he knows just out of their sense of duty, they'll follow him along and they'll be put in danger. Also, we learned why the Federation pulled out from the Romulan rescue, and it makes a lot of sense, and it also tells me that Starfleet, the Federation, isn't evil, isn't this JJ thing that people have been saying it's gonna be. They agreed to help the Romulans because of the supernova. Uh, They were working on it for, they found out like five years ago, back in the 80s. They found out in the early 80s that their sun was going to explode. Uh, Picard was in charge of the Armada, five years went by. There was 14 different planets in the Federation that were threatening to pull out uh, because they didn't want to help the Romulans. They were using all their resources on helping the Romulans. They were running out of ships. The Mars attack happened, they said, okay. Under pressure, the Federation pulled out from the rescue attempt, they also banned all synths. Picard was like, no, we cannot abandon abandon these people. so you you uh, banned synth. That sucks. You shouldn't have done that. So Picard protested abandoning his post by leaving Starfleet in protest and going to his uh, to his vineyard to live out his days as a winemaker. Another thing I've noticed about this series so far, uh, going against what everyone. Absolutely told me how it was going to go down. Women in this show (laughs) are the assholes for the most part. We have Narek, who's a bad guy over on the Borg Romulan Borg cube. But I guarantee you he's going to end up becoming a good guy towards the end. I predicted that last week. He's part of the Tal Shiar covert plan to uh, to infiltrate and to in- interrogate Soji to find out more about these organic synths. In this episode, he interrogated her with his penis, and it seems that there's secret covert Romulan people uh, embedded into Starfleet and the Federation to make sure things keep going a little bit uh, badly. The Federation are still good people. They thought, the decision they made, they thought was going to be the best thing uh, to help Uh, make the lives better of the worlds that are in the Federation. We also find out in this episode something that I predicted like six, seven months ago. Jean-Luc Picard is suffering from aromatic syndrome. He's, he has this uh, syndrome. That's where the dreams are coming from. That's why these mood swings are, are happening. It's really cool that we got this doctor. I originally thought it was going to be, uh, the doctor was from the same race as uh, Wesley's ex-lover, the traveler. He was Picard's doctor back on the Stargazer, which was a nice nostalgic nod, but at the same time, it was brand new. We don't know much about Picard's years on the Stargazer, so it was nice that there's still people in his life uh, from that time when he was the captain, because he was the captain, the Stargazer for a very long time. Another thing that I predicted <laughs> Bruce Maddox and Data were friends. As I said, they totally were. Uh, they left that episode, The Measure of a Man, uh, on good terms. Data said he was very interested in what Bruce Maddox was doing, and of course, Bruce Maddox had a huge professional boner for Data and what he was. I never liked sci-fi. That was a little too much on the nose. Uh, they could have kept that scene, but they should have just reworded it a little bit a little bit better. She could have just said, oh, um, yeah, I love this book. Are you a fan of sci-fi? And he could have said, oh, I prefer Shakespeare. Boom. Same joke, but less weird. When he asks her if if she would like some tea and she says, Earl Grey? And he's like, I knew I liked you. That's also too f- too far on the nose. Could have totally been rewritten more naturally to say, uh, would you like some Earl Grey? And she goes, that's my favorite. And then he can say, I knew I liked you for some reason. Boom, that's a natural way that that conversation would have gone down. We also learn why the Romulans have this cube. Apparently the cube is just a broken down Borg cube. It's disconnected from the, the collective, the Romulans, seized it, took control of it. And now uh, scientists uh, from the Federation Federation Starfleet scientists and non Starfleet Federation scientists uh, work on this cube to, to study and to learn stuff. It's a research facility. Uh, they're reclaiming the Borg that were, you know, people that were assimilated and, and turning them, trying to get get them back to what they once were as close as they can. It uh, turns out Soji is basically a counselor. She's a therapist for these uh, ex Borg, she's there to help uh, help them along the way as they, uh, you know, are rehabilitated. As I predicted, again, I'm going to keep saying that phrase because it just keeps happening over and over again. That Borg technology, they're they're mining the technology uh, to, for some sort of profit. Spoiler alert, next week we are definitely 100% going to be introduced to Hugh who works on the Borg cube as well. He's some sort of higher up. So we're gonna learn what he's doing on the ship and how he's going to help us. So one thing I am worried about so far with this series is that you know we're, we're learning what's going on. We know about the Borg cube. We know uh, that the Romulans are pretty much orchestrating all the bad stuff. But we still got eight more episodes and then we have another 10 episodes for season two and I guarantee you there's gonna be season three, which will be another 10 episodes. I do not think that this Romulan Borg story uh, is going to be able to last for three seasons. There's gonna have to be some new players that come into the story. Non-poop emoji, Klingons, please and thank you, CBS. I personally wouldn't be interested. Oh, these Romulans and these Borgs and these secret covert blah, blah, blahs for three seasons. So I'm hoping they have plans. I'm sure they have plans to really up the stakes every season and have interesting things going on because right now so far two episodes in even though i was assured i would hate it so far i love the show more this episode than i even did the last episode no guarantees for any episode because that's just not how my brain works because that's what cbs has done they made it where you just can't just full-heartedly jump into something without being a little suspect of what could happen when i watch it It looks and feels like Star Trek. It's different, it's updated, it's a different type of format, but it looks and feels more like Star Trek to me than the TNG movies did. Where do you think this series can possibly go? We've learned a lot so far. Do you think the Federation is evil? I don't, but you may think this goes against Gene Roddenberry's vision. Your point of view, the way you see it is absolutely valid Um, so I want to hear what you think about this and you can let me know what you think by joining the conversation below I'll see you very soon and as always I hope all your times are egotastic fun times love you bye bye egotastic fun time we're gonna have a great time egotastic fun time give me all your money give him all your money you will find me funny just give me money I money. Money. Give Give all all money. money. Give me all your money. Give me all your money. Give me all your money. Give it all your.